Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bacon Heights. So we got a real uh, sexy son of a bitch in the studio again. Quidifa's back with us. So uh, Quidifa, say hi. Oh yeah. This is Quidifo. Mm. He's coming at you. So tonight we're gonna play spin the wheel a couple of times. We're going to uh, vamp about some random nonsense, see what comes up. And then I'm thinking, I'm going to give you a nice little 15, 20 second sketch you'll love. If you ever wondered what the hell a super terrorist was, you're about to find out. Well, now that we got the uh, microphone issue fixed, Quistifa. Quistifa. God damn it. I'll edit it out. It's, there's a lot of Quistifas out there. My actual name is David. David Foster. That's not my real last name. They call me Foster. It's like I have a Foster can between my legs. Thick. With modest length. Thank you, thank you. So, we got the microphone issue fixed. He's got two microphones now he can choose from. He should feel like a baller. A real baller. And a shot caller. This fucking thing is gold. Solid gold. I just, just like his fastest can. So uh, now that we got that fixed, he's gonna be picking tonight's uh, Jesus song. There we go. He's gonna be picking tonight's song for you. So without further ado, we'll let Quiddo take over for a second. Okay. Wait, you wanted me to pick the the, the track music? No, no, well, you're picking both. You pick the background now. You we got that segment from when music was good. Oh. It's a working title. Okay. So, so pick any song you feel like. Don't worry about copyright. They don't care about us. Okay. Let's take a look here. I'm, I'm thinking Etta James. Oh, look at that. I'm going to step away for a second, folks. I got a nice big cavatelli in the oven I got to check on. Hmm. Yeah, this is a song titled Something's Got a Hold on Me. Beautiful, beautiful. Had a James song. This is beautiful as she was. Damn, she had a rack back then. Hmm. Without further ado, Something's Got a Hold on Me by Etta James. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. Oh, it must be love. It must be love. 
Seen a little male with a low haircut. Wasn't looking half bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, he had it going on. It looked like she had uh, goddamn titties the size of dodgeballs. They were some dodgeball titties. Mm. God. Mm-mm. All right, so we're going to be moving on to spinning the wheel. Mr. Uh, Quidifa. Spun last week, so it'll be my turn. Enjoy the uh, the jazz for a second. Well, this is awful, people. What happened? The wheel spinner app I was using it doesn't save your 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 setups alright well we can we can figure this one out on the fly what do you think Quotifa? what do you mean he's gonna build a new uh, wheel no we can't do that I'll take too goddamn long unless you've got a nice story from the childhood that can buy me about three and a half minutes hmm might not even have to be childhood. Talking about an experience at Club Hell. Oh, Club Hell. Yeah. Yeah, the original spot. You know, still on Richmond Street. It was greasy. So, Club Hell. Um, it was on Fetish Night. I think it was on Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every week. Uh, this was like around New Year's. It could have been before Christmas, week before Christmas. Let's just say week before Christmas. Book is, you guys don't know. Make up anything. And I will. So we're there. Chilling. Within three minutes of being there, I, I noticed a gentleman in a gym suit on all fours 
being used as a fucking coffee table. By a smoking hot. Smoking hot. Dominatrix. And she was in a uh, latex dress. Oh, that dress barely passed her twat. She had tattoos all over. Black, long hair. Beautiful face, except she penciled on her eyebrows, which was kind of a turn off for me. It's, it's not, not something I really, really like. But then, then I kind of got to look around and noticed the St. Andrew's Cross. And guess who was attached to that St. Andrew's Cross? Who was that? Santa Claus. You, you mean like how the hands out toys to all the boys? Yeah, yeah. He was in he was in the full Santa Claus outfit minus the uh, minus the shirt, and he's getting flogged by a a five inch flogger. That's a big flogger. Yeah, I mean, and this woman was just going at it. She was really really hammering poor Santa Claus, and he he loved it. Actually, I think he passed out. I bet he fucking did. We had to carry him out. We all know. Time. We all know Santa Claus is a greasy degenerate, but he comes down the chimney to, to eat cookies and hand out toys to all the good boys and girls. He, what do you think he does? He has everybody else making the toys for the rest of the year. Oh, what do you think he, he's doing? He's like sleeping the whole time. He's in fucking Florida. He's in Florida smoking uh, smoking meth. Yeah, getting getting sucked off by some lady boys. That's what I mean. I guarantee you, Santa Claus is a Florida guy. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Come here, lady boy. Yeah. Well, listen, let me tell you. When Santa says he needs his ho-ho-hos, he ain't talking about his voice. Mm-mm-mm. He's talking about candy, 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 dollar, and blitzing. His three hoes. Mm. You like the lot of his hoes from Thailand. Don't ask me how I know this. But I do. Quidditch has an eye for vultures. It's a gift and a curse. He can give you right down to the millimeter how big your pecker is, how big that girth and length. Yep, how big that hog is with one quick glance. Within within a millisecond, I can give you the exact circumference of that hog, and and an estimation of it correct. That's a red girth. It's funny though, he only ever says it to black guys. I don't know if that's because he doesn't want to get punched in the face by Tommy Two Tone at the gym, or oh, if it says something about him, I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to ask the man himself one day. So we got lucky, Quidditch. I was able to find the original wheel. So I am I. Without further ado, let's spin that wheel. Something good, something good, something good, something good. Something good. Okay, we got the younger drives. Quidfo, do you know anything about the younger drives? I have no idea what that means. So, it's starting to become more and more accepted fact. But basically, you know, like Noah and his great flood. Or, you know, floating on the ocean with all the animals and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that story exists pretty much through every religion from back in the day. Like, almost identical. Maybe, like, a names change, the places change, etc. 
Other than that, there's there's no way all these different nations have the same freaking story. And the fucking um, goddamn, I'll specify to put this. So like certain areas, you can aerial view and you can actually see water channels like smashed into the earth from how powerful and how long they were going on. Let me um, I know enough about it, but yeah, I mean that's that's all right. That, that, that was before like copyright laws and what, all that. So what are you talking about? No, Noah's Ark. Yeah, no, I'm not worried about that. I was gonna pull up a more concise definition of the younger dragon. No, I'm saying like every country it. had it. I mean, you know, had their own version, but you know, nobody really claimed it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, who knows if it really happened or not? I mean, I'd be willing to bet the Catholic Church would probably own some iteration of Noah. Let's Maybe see. Noah was an alien. He could have been the Anunnaki. There we go. Alright, we're going to have to go layman's. This is all charts and graphs. That's... Check out. What do you think? The conspiracy would probably be a better way to go. There we go. Hunger dries. The hypothesis proposes that, an, uh, that the airburst or impact of a comet 12,850 years ago caused the ensuing 1,200-year-long Younger Dryas cool period and contributed to the extinction of the Pleistocene megafauna in the Western Hemisphere and the disappearance of the Culvis Paleo Indian culture. So, big fucking flood, ostensibly. Now, there's so much evidence for it. There's some shit going on with the Sphinx. Right, where it's got 20,000 year old water channels, even though they say it's like 13,000 or whatever the fuck it is. But it's something ridiculous like that. And there's a whole mess of mainstream archaeology, which I never thought would really be much of a term. I understand, I get it, but you don't really think about it. They basically say, nah, that never happened. Couldn't happen, not possible. You're a goddamn conspiracy lunatic. Go get your tinfoil hat and retire. They keep saying it. There is so much evidence, so many artifacts. But if you'd be you'd be mesmerized by the sheer amount of evidence there is for this period. You know, I don't think the Sphinx could swim. No, no, the the thing in Egypt. Yeah, the Sphinx. Yeah, no, of course it couldn't swim. It's a big statue. It would sink. Oh sink? No. Why would it sink? I mean, technically, it would sink as it'd be underwater, but the water wasn't higher than the Sphinx. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Yeah. So the Sphinx is still alive. Well, I mean, it's still a statue, yeah. It's okay. still a statue. They think uh, originally it had like a bull face or a hawk face or something like a big giant cocksucker of a head. And when the ancient Egyptians came along after that whole flood thing, they saw this fucking thing, saw the head was all fucked up, and they recarved it to a, what it is today. Oh, so the Sphinx transitioned. Yeah, kind of. Oh. I mean, not so much transition as it would be like, uh, you know how when kind of effeminate celebrities get older, they get way too much fucking plastic surgery? And they look like gay and creepy, even though they may not be gay and creepy. Yeah, they have a permanent smile. Yeah, all that Botox and whatever. Yeah, that's that's more what happened to the to the Sphinx. Ah, yeah, yeah. They didn't add a hog, a little air air pumped hog. 
to the Sphinx. God, that's a racket. Sphinx. That's a racket and a half, though. And I hate to say it, it really, really shames me to say this as a, uh, as an Israelite, a Hebrew, a, uh, a Jew, if you will. But that tranny surgery nonsense, all the fucking hormones and the testosterone you're humping into kids and all that other jazz, that's a racket for the Jews. To quote uh, Olivia Soprano, it's $250,000 to go from start to finish. Can you believe that? A lot of money. It's a shit ton of money. Yeah. And if you know, you know. And don't forget. Go big or go home. Yeah, don't forget, Quidditch. There's multi- multiple. This dude's treating like 10, 15 of these weirdos at once. So he's making millions. I, I, I have to double check this. And after the next segment, I probably will. But I'm pretty sure the government's actually funding a lot of this. So your tax dollars are paying for some dude to cut his John Thomas off and uh, fold it inside and cover it with relish, you know? How do you feel about that? Something right. I mean, if if their bodies are fully developed and they know that's what they want, no, no, they're no. Falling with the, they're in not, not, rights. not the trans nonsense. I'm talking about your tax dollars being spent because these people are on government aid and getting that $250,000 surgery and treatment. I feel like my tax dollars are being spent on worse things than that. Uh, I would, I mean, by strictest definition, but I don't know, bud. It shouldn't be. Nobody should have cosmetic surgery covered it. But at that point, why not go let some girl with eight cups that's not happy about it go get a tit job? I mean, I'm all for that. Well, because you're a degenerate, but yeah, I'd like to think you'd see where I'm going with it. Or, or how about this? I'll go jump on the whatever the local insurance plan is that's paid for by the government. Go get my penis and lengthen by three inches. And you, you're paying for it, but don't forget that. It's like a $20,000 surgery. Worth every penny. I mean, if you're getting it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, I think we've hit an impasse. Well, I like to think of uh, myself as a sort of philanthropist. So like the philanthropic duty to give someone an extra three inches. Sure, if you're a billionaire. I don't think your average person can worry about philanthropy. That's why uh, Bill Gates does. Gross. What a nasty man. Anyways. You know you know how many times he went to Epstein Island? Yeah. Epstein Island. Where's Epstein Island? The, off uh, in the Caribbean? Wherever the fuck it is. The, the, the diddlers. The, the Jeffrey Epstein. The billionaire banker that had pedophile island. Like, this is a well-confirmed thing that's been going on for like four years now. I have no idea. You don't know about Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, I know about Jeffrey Epstein. I didn't, I didn't know anything about so pedophile island so folks we're gonna take a brief 30 second commercial so quit if i can read the two paragraphs on epstein island i i apologize for doing this to him but i i gotta go i'm in shock all right so quit if i caught himself up on epstein island before we go into that though there's two things i want to that really burned my bagel i wanted to talk about tonight the first one this happened to me this morning. I went to Duncan to go get a iced coffee. 
I'm alone in the parking lot, but the drive through wraps around the building. I see this truck pull in, wait for 30 seconds, and then whip it out of the drive through circle the parking lot. Completely empty. There's nothing in there but a bank that's closed on Saturdays and a Dunkin' Donuts. Every spot is available. This cocksucker parks in the handicapped spot. So, uh, look, my scruples are varying and very strange, but this one fucking pisses me off like no one's business. So I go inside. The guy's in the shitter. He comes out. And I'm like, hey, kind of a dick job parking your car over there. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, so you're going to do something about it? I said, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, man, I ain't that guy. I ain't that guy. When I say I'm sorry, I I, I mean it, man. I'm like, okay, well, what? Then go move your fucking stupid pickup truck. Oh, it's an empty parking lot. It's still a crippled spot. There's eight Chris. On one side, there was a regular spot. On the other side, there was a regular spot. He parked in that spot on purpose. Are you telling me there's no adjacent parking spots next to the handicap spot? No, I'm telling you the entire parking lot was empty and both of them were adjacent normal people parking on either side of the crippled. Hmm. I've been a crippled person parks in the normal spot. Well, Chris, it's it's the principal, all right? Well, you and your fucking principal. Well, like a, I mean, it's, it's indicative of a broader problem. All right, what, so he can do it? But I do. I get a ticket, and I don't think it's right, anyways. What happens when? What happens if you're bubby? And the guy didn't take a shit. He had to order coffee. Is that what time he had is to precious. Do. He had to order coffee and just so he could shit breakfast. again. He had to order coffee and get a breakfast sandwich. Yes, just so he could fucking drop his little cat turds in the toilet. But you know what? Look, his response is what aggravated me. And I'm in a Dunkin' Donuts. This guy was Mexican. What's gonna happen? I'm gonna say what I'm about to say. And then get into a fight with the guy, and all of a sudden the newspaper—it's, oh look at this, look at this rich white guy attacks Mexican person. They'll never say anything about the handicap spot. They'll say nothing about what leads up to it. Just that I got the shit kicked out of me by a Mexican, or I kicked the shit out of a Mexican. You'll, you'll never know the truth. But what I really wanted to say to this guy, Chris, was, oh, okay. So how about this? I can go home to your house, fuck your wife, come back here, and tell you, I'm sorry, bud. Right? It's the same, you know. Sure, if that's all that's all it takes. I, I don't know. It just, I guess it depends on the person. I mean, in the dynamic of the relationship, you know, maybe uh, I want you to fuck my wife. I don't know. Maybe I was watching the whole time. Why? Well, I mean, it's really, I mean, that'd be kind of strange. And not really. <laughs> you, you definitely don't get into to cucking the guy that you met at the Dunkin' Donuts. That drives a big jacked up lifted pickup truck with tinted windows and a bunch of gold on the door. It was a drug dealer. All right. I'm not proud to say uh, I've, I've danced around the block a few times. I know what a fucking middle, middle management drug dealer looks like. All right. It was just being an asshole. But if I'm wrong, and that's just how he chooses to go out on Saturdays and his big, expensive, lifted, fucking maxed out tint truck is, is just the fruits of his labor, then I apologize. But I don't think so. I don't know, Chris. I don't see. The, I just don't see the value in it and, and time wasted. Well, I mean, the time wasted is a risk. If, even if he's a drug dealer, you could just, he he just shoot you. What's he, he going to plug me? Plug you. He's going to plug me in the Dunkin' Donuts. He's going to plug you with his two-inch cock. Yeah, well, he can put his cock away. He's what's he going to do? Whip out a gun and blow me away in the goddamn Dunkin' Donuts? Hey, man. 
You don't get Nowadays. to you don't no you don't get to middle management drug dealing because you have a short temper. That's that's being able to play the long game. Mm. I don't think that's true. It, what do you mean? I mean like my perception of drug dealers is just they'll just shoot you and get away with it. Oh, it doesn't works. matter. Doesn't matter to them. They're protected. No, no. You have to be like upper. You gotta be like upper middle management before you can go start plugging people away without worrying about it. Oh, I guess I learned a lesson tonight. Yeah, dude. Like, so you gotta remember, there's 150,000 fucking little drug dealers running around the street, and maybe 50,000 middle management dealers, which so I'm making a coveted position. And then so on and so forth. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller until you reach executive status. But yeah, dude, middle manager, you got to have the long game on that one. You got to see where the fuck you're going to be at in 10 years and make it happen. And that's how you climb the corporate structure. I've never sold drugs a day in my life, but I mean, this is pretty much what only makes sense. I don't know. What do you think? Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't know a lot about uh, corporate drug dealing. Maybe we'll do a mafia and drug dealing documentary watch along one night mm. I thought that would come in Look at that bomb hit <coughs> oh wowza <coughs> oh careful we're gonna let Quinnifood detain you for a second hmm So I beat that an old person today. You know, just driving along, going 15 miles an hour in a 45. Kept braking, driving like an asshole. Didn't know they're old, but I was behind them. I was just beeping, so they were just driving like assholes. Finally, I pass them. It was just poor old man. Can barely see over the steering wheel. And I felt bad. I, I felt bad. And you know, I pass them, and I look at my rearview mirror. <laughs> rearview mirror. Fucking guys flipping me off. Good. That's what you get. So I jack my fucking brakes. Apparently, this is enough to scare the shit out of him. Also, I see him bear off and run into a tree. I I killed the fuck. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should have stopped. Oh, no, but you, I didn't. Yeah, you chose option C and kept going. Two states away, get the thing fixed, and then come back home. That was the smart move. No, no, never hit me. I just saw him. He just fucking... I think he had a heart attack. I just, oh, I oh, fucking I, I I brake checked him. I apologize. I thought you were going to clip you. You're going to flip me off. Yeah, so, at least you're not like that priest that got out of the car with a fucking crossbow from like 20 years ago. That guy was a priest? Yeah, he was a priest. Hmm. Look, in the grand scheme of things, I'd rather have... Was a priest or not a pastor? It was a priest. In the grand scheme of things, hmm. though, I'm much happier having the priest trying to kill people with crossbows that I am having them diddle kids. Alright. So, what if I killed a man? Just like Laura Bush. That happened. And, uh, little lesser known family secret. Not really. It's, it's well known. There's a couple of, it's, it's been in a couple of books that I read, too. Um... Chris, did you know Quidifer? Another another edit that I gotta fix. Did you know that Jackie Kennedy know that is right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so she used to like to ride around after the first couple of real big colds during the winter and check out all the homeless people that died. Like, what, she, like, tallied them off? I don't know. She wasn't counting them, I don't think. I think she was just looking at them like zoo animals that died. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that came from a Secret Service agent. Oh. Yeah, imagine that shit. I mean, why not? I guess. It's a little strange. You think uh you think you'd put more energy into taking the homeless off the street? Would have been would have been a lot of veterans at this time too. A lot of veterans. So my next gripe. Fuck you, Volkswagen. Fuck you with a steel bristled brush. Alright. You know what? Nope, nope, Chris. Fuck them with pinheads. Head. Should have got a Kia. Yeah, well, you can thank Kia for their their regular dealerships jacking up the price of all their cars by fifteen grand when you were paying cash. So they kind of took that option away. I wasn't willing to spend an extra thirteen grand to be punished. They can suck a dick. And that's you know what's funny? The three cars I was looking at, the ones you know that the dealerships had overcharged, they're still there to this day, and it's been almost a year. That's what they get for being fucking little cocksuckers. So anyways, Volkswagen. I bought a brand new Jetta Sport. I had put about 200 miles on the thing. Is that when I started bitching about it? Do you remember? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so... All Among other things. Yeah. Many other things. Yeah. So all of a sudden, one day, I go to reverse. Can't get into reverse. I gotta sit there, pull it back, try it again, pull it back, try it again. Pump the clutch... Like it's a 87 top, uh, freaking suburban. And then finally, everything opens up. All right. Then it happens to first gear. Thank Christ it hasn't happened to the other ones. Except, oh, wait. Recently, so normally, Quidditch, I don't know if you remember, you, you can drive a stick, right? Pretty much, yeah. All right. So. Normally, once you get past second, you're in like third, fourth, etc. You can kind of just gently press on the clutch and pop it in. You're going to ramrod it to the floor. And pending the clutch, you could probably honestly gently push it in for first and second, but that's like a fancy one. So on this car recently, when I go to go into third and I put my foot about a third of the way down, it normally eight times out of ten, it lets me slide right in. But for some weird reason, those two times, it locks me out and I end up grinding gears. It's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking asinine. The fucking screen, always shutting off and on. Which is goddamn awful. Sometimes it just doesn't work flat out. All the trim pieces are falling apart. Not literally falling apart, but they're starting to rattle and shake. So the airbag, like, get this. The guy at the Volkswagen dealer told me that, uh... Oh my god, what was it? Um, the airbag light sensitivity? Oh, well, you know, you put your cell phone down there. It's going to trip the airbag sense. Come on, you should know this. So, Oh, I should know that a goddamn cell phone is enough to trigger a sensor? That is asinine. Dude, nobody's riding around with a pre-me baby. Because that'd be the only thing that I could think of that would wait close enough to a cell phone. Asshole. So they've done nothing about it. And, and I get an appointment a month out. Can you believe a fucking month, Chris? Wow. 
car only has 3,100 miles. I've taken videos of the all these problems. So the first time, right, I bring it in, they addressed the seat issue, which was some threads were coming up. Well, we ordered a new one. It'll be in whenever. Look, look at the transmission. Oh, nothing. But if you get us some videos of it happening a few times, we can take care of it. I take the videos. Then all of a sudden, a technician has to be the one that experiences the problem. Well, son of a bitch. The only guy there that could drive stick was a technician. He drove the car back. He dealt with the issue. Then all of a sudden, get this. It has to be their master mechanic that experiences the problem. Shouldn't you be covered under lemon laws? Yeah, well, we're still fighting that, too. Unfortunately, the dealership has to acknowledge the problem exists with the lemon laws. You can't just bring it in three, because then anybody would do it that regretted their purchase. They just bring the car in three times and say lemon law. No, the dealership has to acknowledge the problem. Hot damn, that's a tasty beverage. You know, just... I, I, look, I gave you cash. It wasn't a substantial amount, but it was still enough. I bought the car outright. Other places are trying to punish me for paying cash. And you guys just won't honor the warranty. Well, dealerships don't make money if you pay cash. Well, I don't give a fuck. You set the price. I bought the car. That's on you. If you want more money, charge 26 instead of 24. That's all. No, it's actually not. They don't make money off of uh, they do. They the just price. don't. No, they make money off of all the add-ons. Well, they make money on the car too, bud. They make way more. They also double charge you on registration fees and. Uh, Lot fees, destination fees, which are already built into the price. Fuck suckers. Why can't we just buy the car straight from the manufacturer? Uh, Hyundai and Amazon are trying that. I mean, you can. Some, I think some manufacturers some will, of them let you, others yeah. will just route you to a dealership. Yeah. But anyways, I call Volkswagen corporate. They go, oh, well, our dealerships are franchises, so... They have to experience the problem, justify it to us, and we, I'm like, no shit. But here's the videos proving the problem. Sorry, we can't do anything. It gets up to the dealerships. And then this last time, all they did was make an appointment a month out. They don't honor their warranty. I'm on, uh, ugh, it's, it's not been a pleasant experience. It really hasn't. Had I known, I would have freaking paid, paid for the Uber that extra week and got the Kia that I actually wanted. At least they honor their warranty. Dude, Kia's a fucking straight baller when it comes to honoring their warranty. They're like, yo, need a motherfucking engine? Shh, we got you. Oh, remember my Optima? I blew the engine at 100,000 miles? Yeah, and then they slapped it on there. Yeah, they replaced it. Yep. It was rebuilt because they stopped making that engine, but... Who gives a fuck? It was nice. They but... traded it in and got something else. Yep. Let's, let's, let's... Oh, this, this fucking dealership, right? So I bring it over there. They replaced the engine. It took them like a month and a half. They paid for the rental. That's cool. They didn't hook up my AC coming back. All those fucks. So I bring it. They hook it up. And I didn't check, you know. Then like a couple weeks after that, I'm already annoyed. A couple weeks after that, somebody needed a jump start. Couldn't open my hood. They snapped the hood latch or, or the cable that, that releases the latch. Um, then they tried to charge me to, to replace it. It's like, oh, no, that wasn't. I'm like, listen, it was working before I brought it for the AC but that you forgot to hook up. And all of a sudden, it doesn't work. 
He's like, well, it was uh, some front end damage there. I'm like, yeah, that was there when I brought the car initially. I have pictures. But I go, oh no, they start fucking stroking me. I'm like, all right. You know what? Forget it. I'm like, watch me. Go into the dealership next door. I'm going to trade this fucking piece of shit in. I'm going to buy a car from them. Fuck you. And so I did. Well, there you go. Did you feel good? No. No, not when you got the new car? No. See, you had to go in there with a swinging hog. If I was, I would have pitied the fool at the dealership I went to trade that key in at. You would have walked in there, slapped your fucking cock on the table, because you're all jazzed up from those fucking peckerheads next door. They wouldn't have stood a chance. You would have walked out of there half price. Just yeah, well, of that big, thick, veiny hog of yours. I know, but, you know, that was, uh, I just didn't want to deal with it. I had rage issues at that time. So you wanted to... I didn't, want to, I didn't want to make the situation worse, so I figured I'd go to a different place. Yeah, that's what I meant. You should have used the the pent-up frustration from the, the asshole dealership in your negotiations at the new dealership. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Pretty much what I did. It did give me a good deal, because I said, hey, those assholes, like, yeah, yeah, we hate those people, too. Yeah, some Kia dealers are fucking sleazy. It's, it's, you know what it is? Is they're so used, I'm sure you noticed it when you were there, they're so used to people coming in that need a car. Like, they get to pick from a list of six cars, and they're lucky if they can get those, you know? That's what Kia's normally used to dealing with. However, when somebody comes in that fucking um, can buy the car outright or doesn't have to, like, doesn't need special financing, they don't know what to do. So they try to treat you like the ass. Cause look, dude, let's say, right, you need a car bad. Your credit's in the fucking shitter. And these guys get you like a, a 2022 fucking K5 EX, right? The monthly payments are good. You never thought you'd be able to drive something so nice. You're going to make sure your payments are on time. And if they, if they fuck up a few times on the warranty, do you really care? Because they got you the financing you needed. You're all happy and shit. Would you care? No, no, I'd be happy. As yeah. long as the price is right. And that's the thing. You went in there, you didn't need the special financing, so they treated you like you did come time for the warranty. That's the problem with the shitty key dealerships. The good ones are good, though. Like, uh, there's one in our area, I can't remember what the hell it is. It's a big one, though. There's like 80 of them. Alright, so... No, that broke key is really good. Yeah, I had a bad experience. Somebody, no, I have somebody on the inside. It, it, it's not bad. Oh, you? Yeah. It's good when you know the guy, because then, like, you know. Then you just get an out the door the price. Give you a deal. Then you just, you, you know. They give you a heads up on finance, and you can, you know. Uh, the finance manager, and, you know, you can, you're, you're in and out. Oh, there um, you go. You're not getting strokes. You're not getting scammed. You know, you're not. You know what you're going in for. Fair enough. But most people don't have that luxury. Generally, no, not at a key dealer. Ugh, you know. I'll tell you, though. You see that new, um... Oh, God, that ridiculous Helen Hunt murder mystery hour or whatever the fuck it is. And she plays some, like, Alright, so you remember that AMC's True Detective? You know what that is? Yeah. Okay, so the new season has uh, Jodie Foster, not Helen Hunt. Yeah. And she's some, like, uh, regular town sheriff. I, I just hate her voice, and it just got worse. 
dude it's it is even worse so whenever you see this commercial right for this stupid fucking thing all you can think of is that family guy bit where it's the two bull dykes going to give us an applicator shaped like jody foster's knuckles when peter was <laughs> giving up all the spunk for his yeah yeah i remember all you can think of that's exactly what she sounds like it's i think it's worse than fran drescher's voice i'll fuck fran drescher but i'll tell you what if you ever get the chance to see hollywood nights that's got fran drescher in her day and she's fuck ass naked with her titties out she, ooh, no, like, she was she was she was smoking hot oh yeah oh and yeah voice eh, i don't know that's the problem that's i mean i have a thing problem. for raspy voices but well i think that was exaggerated though maybe a little <sighs> bit no, I don't think so. I think that was her voice. Yeah. I don't, she, but she doesn't have it in um, that movie with Tony Danza, Hollywood Nights. No, that was fake. That was a... Uh, you know, like the British actors, they they you know they have English accents. I think it was kind of like that. You think she... She, she, she dropped she, the, the annoying... She improv that quick. shit? I think so. I think she just... Uh, she Daniel Day-Lewis did. Yeah, absolutely. Walked around like a normal human. That's that's the only explanation I have. It's, oh, I tell you what, though, folks, there there'd be some gross things. The things I would have done to her back in the day, they would have been just they would have been just shut the fuck then. up and drop those panties. Yep. Don't talk. Shh. Don't talk. Shh. Don't talk. Shh. On the subject of Fran Drescher, you know who Barbara Walters is, right? Yeah, I know Bob. No, Barbara. Bob? Yeah, oh, Bob. Barb? Did I say, Barb. Did I say Bob? Yeah, you said Bob. I meant Barb. Bob? I can't. I don't know. So, I was watching the... You remember the Sean Connery? If, if a woman needs a good schlopping, she's going to get a good schlopping. They always have to have the last word. When, he, when they did that interview in the 80s. Yeah, okay. So, Sean Connery, at that point, wasn't really that famous. It wasn't like he had just come off of being James Bond. He wasn't really acting, and he was in a stump, uh, a slump. So she's interviewing this fucking asshole, talking about slapping women around. I love Sean Connery to death, and I, I think I understand what he meant, but he should never have said it. And then next week, the week after, now you remember Barbara Walt, big fuck, she was a celebrity in and of herself with all her fucking interviews. The next week, she interviews four assholes dressed as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You imagine how terrified she was for her job? Some retired actor talking about slapping women who's on his fifth scotch of the day, and then some guys in some silicone costume. That's quite a fall from from fucking heads of state and terrorists and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, something something's going on there. Probably nothing. I mean, she's back at the heights in 2019. She interviewed uh, Bashir Al Basad or Assad, whatever the fuck his name is. I think it was just a lull. Could have been a lull. Maybe she wasn't, uh, you know, given, taking the old sausage enough from somebody. I don't know. Maybe, uh, well, maybe she had a, maybe she had a cold or something and, you know, she wasn't able to perform. Yeah. I'm thinking for a little while she wasn't spreading her lights. Think about a lot of those weather girls that become head anchor women. They can barely. Oh, yeah. They can barely read the cities that they're given the weather for. You think they're capable of uh, being reporters? Oh, but they got those lips. Well, that's just it. And they can suck a chrome off a trailer, trailer hitch. Nope. And depending on which country you're in, you get to see two sets of lips. With the naked news, that's a real thing. You did that in Brazil, right? Russia too. 
Russia? Yeah, I prefer myself a Russian woman. They got them long legs. Yes. You goddamn ladder to you pussy. Step stool. Hold on, baby. Let me grab my step stool. I can fold it out. Slide it over. Oh, dude, it would look like um those little water bowls the hamsters drink from. Just have her stand right over me and Perfect. fucking lap away. It's like a little harness, something she drops yeah, into. Something weird like there. that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That wouldn't be bad. Be consensual, of course. The whole harness thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You're. Yeah. I don't know. Sensuality is a such a gray gray area for some men. I mean, I I'm I'm off. I mean, I I always try to. You always try. Be transparent <laughs> in a relationship and and. And I assume like most men do, like. But then you know, a couple of years back, I'm at a bar, and this guy next to me, older gentleman, probably in his fifties, mid fifties, drunk, hollering. He's like, "Oh, my wife!" It's about his wife. And he's like, "Oh, my wife, this and that." Did you see Rodney Dangerfield? She doesn't fuck me as much. You know, I just sometimes I'll just I'll just I'm saying we're gonna have sex, and I just have sex with her. I don't care if she says no. I don't care. I just. And I, you know, I'm telling the dude, I'm like, it's not, it's rape. He's like, it ain't rape if it's your wife. And I'm like, that's not true. It's like, yeah, you're married to a woman. It's your property. And it isn't rape. Nobody can convict me of rape. Of raping my wife. It's impossible. Saw that motherfucker in the news. Three weeks later. Raped his wife. Jesus. She got fed up. Plugged him. No, no, she called the cops. They arrested him. Oh, but if I, I mean, look, I'm sorry if somebody repeatedly raped me, I'd probably be prone to stabbing him or something. But apparently, he cut his own balls off. Do you think that was some crazy effort to stop raping his wife? No, I think she cut his balls off. Oh, she she cut his balls off. Oh, yeah, that could work too. But the story was he cut his own balls off. Yep. It's like that Lorena Bobbitt chopping fucking peckers off. Yikes. Yeah, that poor prick. You know, he got his dick stitched back on and then had a porn career after. What? A porn career. Like, he was Frankenpenis or something. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or at least until the swelling went down. Yeah. No, no, it's just a noodle. Looks like one of those airbags the trans whatevers get. Just, uh, just show it up. Oh. Looks Looks like a wrinkled foreskin. Like if you like used a balloon a few too many times, like it blew it up and deflated it like a bunch of times. It eventually just kind of stretch out or left in the sun for a while. Just kind of hangs there. Like oh, that's, that's very specific. I don't I don't know what I'm talking that's about this point. But that's a fucking image. That's the image that popped in my head, so I went with it. All right then. Well, I think there's something wrong with my brain. That is that is gross. And why were we talking about foreskin penis? Because we're demented. Well, yeah. But what, what? How did it come up? Oh, uh, the rain bobbit chopping off dicks. Yep. Yep. That's something else. Just get your fucking pecker chopped off and run around porn star career afterwards. I don't know how keen I'd be on it though. Franken dick. Yeah. That's. We could say Frankenstein's dick. It's gross, whatever it is. So, 
I'm going to be perfectly frank with you guys. We took our quick little break. I wanted to have a smoky treat. But if we wanted to get a little cold, it's a little nippy outside. But not too, too nippy. It's nice. I completely fucking forgot what we were talking about. So, what if I said something outside I really liked? You want to go, go on about Richie Aprile? Oh, Richie Aprile. Real, yeah. Uh, Captain on Sopranos, he was the uh, the cook. That's Arthur Bucco. Oh, Arthur Bucco. Okay, right. okay, okay. Um, Richie Aprile is the one that ran over Beansy with his truck. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't <laughs> visit him in prison. Okay. Some reason I switched it to. I haven't, I haven't seen the show in a while. Yeah, so uh, back at... Um, we worked at an assistant living in, uh, in Rhode Island. Uh, this was back in high school. And uh, there was a cook who looked just like Richie Aprile. Just like him. It was a Daco, too, by the way. It really was. Also an asshole. Real cocksucker. Oh. But he made a mean, mean tortellini soup. And he made these croutons that I, I still think of today. I don't know what he fucking did to them. Just a right amount of sweetness, right amount of umami saltiness from the uh, Parmigiano. You should have had his beef wellington. Perfectly deep fried. And his fucked almond, I don't know I mean. He made this fucking cobbler with uh, cake cake batter instead of fucking the other topping. And Jesus fucking, he used the mandarins. Oh, mono. I oh still, God. luckily, I figured out the recipe not too long ago. So oh. I was good there. Yeah, I actually, I might make that tomorrow night. Oh, me. Wait, cake topping? What do you mean cake topping? You use two boxes of um, powdered cake mix oh, okay. to make the the streusel topping instead of using flour brown sugar wow so you just mix the cake mix with the butter and then crumble it over that, that's smart that's delicious just fucking phenomenal no but uh, and while I appreciate you talking about Keith I actually meant your feelings on Jackie Aprile I want you didn't like him as a character and whatnot. nah he was just annoying as shit what annoyed him or what annoyed you about him I don't know just like he just always did shit like that was just like like running a guy over with a car for not visiting him in jail yeah like what the fuck well you remember the way he fucked Janice right yes I do with a gun to her head who's yeah. the boss who's the boss what I'm daddy's little boy yeah, yeah, that was just such a fucking asshole fun. like he didn't have to be an asshole I get it he was traumatized he was you no know, oh, enough whatever. of that he knew what he was doing going, and he was just a fucking asshole. There was no getting around it. It's like he went out of his way to be an asshole. Oh, yeah. Yep. He was just looking. He was looking for to be killed, I think. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't believe it. He, he, he was too powerful to be killed. Well, he was just made. That's why it was difficult to kill him, because he had to justify it. There's a whole yeah, commission too thing. To be it's killed. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It was, it just, it's, well, know, I was surprised. Did you whole think? set of steps that had to happen. Yep. And uh, spoiler alert, but... Fuck you. It ended in 2007. You should have seen it by now. How shocked were you when it was Janice that ended up clipping him? I was very shocked and happy. Yep. Yep. And then, well, it was great because it got rid of her for the next season, too, or at least for most of the next season. She was also another character that hated She aggravated the piss You know, fucking... She was also an asshole. Yeah. You know, Cousin It talks nothing. He'd rather he'd rather bang Janice than Christopher's uh, well, Adriana. What? Yeah. I mean, he does like uh, like he older likes women. He, he likes, he likes real women. Wizzled broads. Remember I that? mean, Janice had she had a nice rack. 
And they were they too, weren't like that. I they mean, were too know. hippy dippy. It was like tube socks. She was just worn out. She was just that's what I mean. Whistle. Not not pretty. Yeah. Yep. She's not pretty. Yeah, maybe it was because she was such a piece of shit. But no. And then that fucking gross tattoo. I've never seen a woman on a tattoo that, generally speaking, I didn't like. If she. No, no, that was just badly placed placed tattoo. Yep. And yep. just the way that she used tone, like I get it. Like she's a sister. Like she's a victim. You're the only. You know what? Blow me. The only thing good about Janice was the way she said "who." Remember when she's fucking Ralphie with the vibrator? Oh yeah, Mama's little who? Fucking Ralphie. Who oh. cares? She's a who. She's a who. And then when fucking Ralphie beat that fucking stripper to death because yeah, she had his thing. kid, yeah, little girl, twenty-one years old. He was just a drug addict. No one even a drug addict. Oh, she, 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 she was, was just fucked in the head. Oh, Ralphie yeah. had a drug problem. Oh, yeah, but I thought she did, too. I Janice she did a lot of coke. Oh, yeah, they all did. Well, you know. You know how that is. Fun little story about getting really fucked up on set. You know James Gandolfini, of course. Yeah. And then Michael Imperioli, the guy that played Christopher. Yep. That's another one I fucking hated. Christopher pissed me the fuck off. No, I like Christopher. Oh, he was so white. Well, okay. Such a fucking that. dickwad. I liked, I liked him. Up until he went to rehab. And then after that, they made his character way too preachy. I didn't like how he died. Eh. I was kind of like... He deserved it, though. I mean, Tony's logic was a little fucked up, but it wasn't wrong. Yeah, he had to go, and I know I know Tony really liked them. And Imagine what it did to it Tony. Like a, it was like a son to him. him and, yeah. I mean, he was already half dead. I mean, he, all you had to do was just finish it. Oh, I don't disagree. Definitely... <laughs> I think he's just like, okay, well, this is easy. Did he have a branch through him? I think it was a branch, yeah. They, yeah. He crashed the car. He was on drugs. Cocaine. He was back he was back on the wagon. I'll never pass a test. I'll never pass a test. That's what he was saying right before he died. That's yeah, how Tony he killed him. Practically begged Tony. Yep. Tony did it. I mean, he, he, had, he should have killed him a long time ago. But Oh, yeah, he shouldn't have. Uh, they shouldn't have sent him to rehab. What's the point? They should have given him another two seasons and then clipped him instead of doing the whole rehab thing. Because yeah. he wasn't—he wasn't a boring character, though. He—he he, he had to be there. Yeah, but they could have made him a little less fucking ridiculous after rehab. That's all I'm saying. You, you need the young, uh, reckless gun. Yep. Yeah. Well, they had Brandon Falone for that in the first couple episodes, but they—they they yeah. fucking hit him in the head too soon. Yeah, that was a little too much. Uh, he was an asshole, anyways. I don't know. He tried to bang fucking teenagers. Yeah, that was a little. Remember, he was before. hitting on. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. What was her name Hunter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 